0: It's not about politics, it's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to pass the ball. we just going to play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get in
1: and try to spin it. That's all.
0: I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to It's Just Football. I'm Trevor Sykema. That is Mike Renner joining you guys on a mock draft. Wednesday, baby, it's time to get to our first full 2023 mock draft. We're unleashing it on the people here, Mike. We've done a top 10. We did the top 20. Now we're going all 31 picks. 31 picks, shout out to Miami Dolphins for giving us mm. 31 instead of 32. How we feeling today, Mike? I know you got a workout in at the beginning of the day. I saw you pumping the pre-workout oh, yeah. in there. Is the pre-workout still flowing here for the show? It is. We did three scoops just to make sure we had enough ready for
3: an hour of mock draft madness. Three scoops? Yeah, three scoops. You're an animal. You're
2: you're an animal. It was back day. I mean, you do, you know, you look, you do have to get the pre-workout for back day. I agree with you there. I'm excited about this, man. We've obviously set the table a little bit getting into this point. Um, we've, we've done the top five. We've done the top ten. Obviously, we'll, we will do that working up to the full first round. But this gives us a full look at what the first round could be. And since the draft order is ever-changing, as we are still in the season, that's also a lot of fun looking at different scenarios. But I will say, here as we are on the eve of the month of December, order's kind of getting solidified a little bit here, especially at the very top. So we're getting a good look and a good, getting a good preview of where a lot of these prospects could go. So it's a good. I'm excited to get it going.
3: Yeah, I... I uh... I'm very excited
2: because
3: Green Bay Packers draft number eight overall. Oh, when's the number last eight time? overall. When's the last
2: time? When's the, when's the last, last time? time? I think it was A.J. Hawk,
3: 2006. Oh, the last time they drafted man. that high. And you're a draft guy. I know. And you've never had like a top 15 Never pick really had Packers? one for the Packers, so now I'm excited for that. Mm. If there's any silver lining to the season, it's that for the Packers.
2: Quinn, what happened the last time the Bengals picked in, in, in the top five?
3: They got a couple good players.
2: Yeah, they got a couple, they got a couple
1: got a of a good players. No, uh, a
2: couple of good players.
1: Kind of like to Mike's point, like right when I started at PFF, I started in 2018. That was like right when the Bengals started to get like horrifically bad again. So it was cool during the draft season because like all those years, they were picking in the top 10. Yeah, and the Where Browns they got bigger
3: Mayfield. Yeah, Browns did
1: get bigger Mayfield. <laughs>
3: Largely in part, maybe PFF. They, that is what Ouch. makes the draft great, right? It's like you could get Baker Mayfield with that number one overall pick. Or you could get Joe Burrow. Your franchise could change drastically right. with that guy. And it's, it's a lottery ticket is how I like to describe it. It's a lottery ticket. Sometimes that lottery ticket has some good odds. Sometimes that lottery ticket's a long shot. But it's a lottery ticket
2: nonetheless, and it's hope nonetheless. We're going to try to make sure that we hit every single lottery ticket here as we go through this full first-round mock draft. Shout-out to everybody who's watching the show, getting in on it live. If you're watching afterwards, what's up? Get in the comments section. We'd love to hear from you, whether it's about your team's picks, whether it's a different team's picks, whatever it is. We would love to hear from you guys here. We do have a stipulation on this mock draft as well because we want to get the chat involved. And we're putting our mock draft expertise to the test because what Mike and I are going to do is we're going to go back and forth. We're going to do odds and evens for the mock draft. But then every fifth pick, we're going to give it to you guys. We're going to give it to you guys, and you guys are going to be able to make the selection. The people. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to give you guys a chance to get in on the mock draft as well. We're going to have you be able to improve all of these different teams. we we'll are having you vote in the chat so the chat gets the majority so we can see what prospects you want to pick. And that kind of throws a wrench into things a little bit for us because we don't know who the chat's going to take. I have a feeling I know who Mike's going to take for some of these teams, but I don't know who you guys are going to pick. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be good stuff. Quinn, do you have a question of the day to get us kicked off with the question of the day of
1: course uh how many scoops of pre-workout do we think liverking takes (laughs)
2: uh is this before or after this before or after the mountain of steroids that he has always been taking yeah given the given the recent tragic news
1: that's not that's not really the question of the day question of the day um (laughs) trying to keep it draft related yeah okay because last year's quarterback class struggling not looking great Mm. um When is the last time a quarterback draft class failed to have a rookie passer eclipse 10 passing touchdowns Mm. in a single season? Man. Bailey Zappi's got five. Uh, Kenny Pickett's got three. Bailey Zappi still leads? It's insane. is insane.
3: So it's not looking good. All right. Um, Let's think. Maybe
2: the last one someone didn't like even start. Right, not getting 10 is... I mean, I immediately go to like the EJ manual year, right? Yeah, where at 14. yeah. That was that 14? Yeah. He was picked s- 16th? Yeah, right? he was the Something only like first that? rounder. Um, was
3: it 14? 18, you yeah, obviously had Baker Mayfield. 19, you had Kyler. Um, 17, you had uh, Deshaun.
2: Yeah, I mean, 17, Turbo. you, you did, had everybody.
3: Turbo. Did he, did he even. Who's Turbo? Trubisky. Oh, right. <laughs> you just,
2: just don't don't come it's on turbo. don't don't come at me with one he, eight, one word turbo for Mitch did he start as a rookie though yeah, yeah he did right but it was under that John was, Fox Patrick was in that class. but he was he didn't start oh as a yeah you're right you're right you're right he so did.
3: but and then Watson only played like four or five games but he still may have gotten 10 because he was hot in those um yeah I think 14 15 you had Jameis right 16 Meredith. you had
2: Goff and went yeah 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 Wentz definitely, definitely did one. 14 feels like the one. 14 would have 14 been 14 feels Emmanuel. like the guess. Did he even Was it 14 sorry. or was it 13? Um, it was 13. What was 14? 14. 14 was the crazy draft year, right? With all the, with like Von Miller, Aaron Donald. like. No, no, that was, that was 11. Oh, you're uh, right, you're right.
3: 13 was the awful year. Like 13 was just terrible. It yeah. was 14. It was 14. Who's the quarterback? Manziel. Then who else was in that? Mike Evans it was a wide receiver year it was 14. so it yeah odell um cooks evans watkins who was number one that year?
2: Clowney. Like okay yeah it might have been that was Clowney's year wasn't yeah, it so it might have been 14. what was the quarterback class in that one i still get i still just odds alone i say we go 13. i say we go 13. Okay. a lot of people a lot of people are guessing the 13 class as well oh 14 was uh teddy that was yes. te- Teddy bortles bortles, yeah. bortles. Okay, yes yeah. yes so once you right. once you named yeah, teddy bridgewater i was like oh blake teddy bortles, bortles there you go okay all yeah,
3: right yeah, all right so i think they had it 13 is probably where i'd go then 12 definitely not 12 is insane 11 was newton 10 was bradford
2: Nine? No, I think it's thirteen. Stafford. I think we got to go thirteen. This, okay. is, this is a good, this is a great really question seven. today. We talked about it a little bit here. We're fleshing out. You guys, uh, you, you guys are. I feel like in the chat, everybody's guessing thirteen as well. So if it's not a trick question, I think it's going to be thirteen. Shout out to Drew Forsyth, who I see in the chat right now. He was our chat champ yesterday. Big one here with the draft show, especially because the chat is going to get in on some of these picks here for our first round mock draft that we have for 2023. All right, Mike, you want to head over to it? Uh, it. I said before the show in the chat that we had a surprise for you guys and the surprise is also that you guys are going to get in the mock but also where we are walking right now that is also the surprise that we have here on this show because we have a beautiful t- a beautiful touchscreen now to actually mm. do mock drafts on. I am whiteboard. so excited about these things. The whiteboard is gone, we have changed things out, and instead we have this fully responsive, beautiful touchscreen. We've got a couple of different tabs that we've got here for this show. We've got mock draft simulator, we've got the PFF big board here, and we also have the chat. So we'll be able to uh, to bring that up, hopefully. I know it's on a little bit of a delay here, but uh, maybe I can refresh that and get it a little bit closer to uh, to what is actually Real time, but we want to be able to pull up the chat as well for you guys, see what your guesses is. I also play. just looked it up. It's not 2013.
3: It's not 2013? EJ Manuel had 11. Ooh. okay. So as, I, okay. I wanted to look it up because I wanted to think deeper back to
2: see what I would go if it wasn't 13. Okay. But it's not 13. Just a okay. heads up. It's not 13. So everybody who guessed 13. It's got to be a different answer than that. All right, so we're getting into this draft order. It is the fully updated draft order right now. So this is post-Monday Night Football. This is what the order looks like right now. We've got the Houston Texans at number one, Chicago Bears at two, Detroit Lions at three, Seattle Seahawks at four, Carolina Panthers at five. That is the top five as it is locked in right now. I'm going to start with the odds because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pick number 19. So I think that that's just an easy transition there. And, of course, the Green Bay Packers pick okay. number eight. So that makes it easy for us there. But I, should we do it every five for the, for the chat? or should we, Yeah. You, you want to just do every we five? We do four. Like that keeps it they going. get one. We do four. They okay. get one. Okay. All right. So it works. we'll start at the very top because this is going to be a long exercise. Mock drafts always are any that you got 30 yeah. picks. So 30-plus picks. I'll start at number one. I don't have to waste too much time on this one. I'm going with Bryce Young. Bryce Young is the obvious pick here for me. He is going to be the QB. He is going to be, I, I, I cannot imagine he's not going to be my QB1 mm-hmm. is probably what I should say. I shouldn't box myself in too much, but I cannot imagine that he's not going to be my QB1 when it's all said and done. Houston needs not just a great quarterback, but they also need somebody who brings all those leadership intangibles and those X factors as well. That's Bryce Young to me.
3: I will gladly box myself in and say he is QB1. Okay. All, all right. right, now. It's all right. All, the debate is done for me. All right. Number two. Ideally, you're the Chicago Bears, you have the number two overall pick, you're thinking trade, trade back, prime trade candidate with someone looking to move up to get one of these quarterbacks, whether it's uh, the Panthers sitting there at number five, maybe even the Raiders down at number nine, just someone who has that desperation to get in, one of these will have a C.J. Stroud, because that's when you get the hauls like the Colts got from the Jets, uh, in the the like the Niners uh, gave to the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. So that is when you get those kind of hauls. Fortunately, not the case right now, but I'm going Jalen Mm -hmm. Carter. Okay. DT. Number two overall. Three-tech. You saw them wanting to get that three-tech in Matt Iriflis' defense. They traded when he was in the Indy for DeForest Buckner to get that guy. They tried to sign Larry Ogunjobi this offseason. Jalen Carter is as good a three-tech prospect as you'll see. The dude is, I mean, utterly dominant on his tape at Georgia. He's going to be – he is versus Will Anderson. They are mm-hmm. both in that echelon of I don't want to call them can't miss, but they're going to be high-end NFL players at their respective positions. Should they stay healthy? Should everything go right? That's the ideal scenario for. Chicago Bears
2: the Chicago Bears have to get better on the defensive line no matter what it is I know a lot of people talk about Will Anderson potentially going to them as well which obviously makes sense but Jalen Carter should be in that conversation too if you're talking about Will Anderson as a potential for for one of these teams there's a good chance that Jalen Carter should also be in that category just because of how good he is you can never have two guys too many guys who are as good as Jalen Carter is and what he can do impacting the game Detroit Lions up at number three. By the way, I should mention, you, you, you talked about trades, yeah. potential trades here. We're using the PFF mock draft simulator. If you guys go to pff.com, you can use this exact simulator here. And we've got a little trade tab. So if you are the Chicago Bears and you want to see what a trade back scenario would be, you could do so. You can make a trade happen. Um, and, and so you can move all about the draft board if you want. I'm up at number three with the Detroit Lions. You know, we've done mocks before. Yep. where it's just gone qb 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 and i'm not going to have that be the case here you didn't go qb at number two i'm not going to go qb at number three. Oh no i'm not going to go qb number three i'm going to take will anderson oh. i'm going to take will anderson for here for the detroit lions they like the chicago bears need help along the defensive line they would love to get themselves jalen carter but of course with him being off the board uh i don't want to call it settling for will anderson but it could mm-hmm. be a fantastic prize for them to get at number three overall here in this draft so Could be QB. Obviously, we have QB as a need that is circled here for the Detroit Lions. But with another pick here in the middle of the first round, get some flexibility, maybe move up and down a little bit, I'm going to say maybe they could ride with Jared Goff a little bit more or get a quarterback later in the first round. And I'm going to say they go Will Anderson. It's a little risky. I would not have done the same. Live on
3: the edge, Mike. But that's why it's your pick. I live on Uh, the edge. Seattle Seahawks, I believe they're going to do what it takes to get a deal signed with Geno Smith. I think he has shown enough. He's your guy. Whether it's franchise, tag, whatever, he's your quarterback in 2023. At that point, even if you're in this mix of being able to draft a quarterback, I I think you're going to pass on this class. Even if kind of the two guys who are that blue chip caliber, the real, I keeps going back, can't miss, but like in that range of, best at their position for that you'll see in maybe a few years, mm-hmm. I still think you're passing up on this quarterback class. and probably going, I would go Brian Brzee, yeah. the defensive tackle from Clemson. There's two legit DTs in this class. We, they've already <laughs> come off the board. Jalen Carter, Brian Brzee. After that, you're going to have to wait a while. Obviously, DT, a position of need for the Seattle Seahawks, literally anywhere on the defensive line, a position need for the Seattle Seahawks. So that's where I'm going if I am.
2: I think think that his, uh, and all right, so the Carolina Panthers are on the clock here. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Seattle Seahawks. We're going to go back to the chat for for a little bit. But at number five overall, this is a chat selection. So you guys are up for the Carolina Panthers. You got C.J. Stroud on the board. You got Will Levis on the board. You got offensive linemen on the board. You got playmakers on the board. Either side of the ball. We want to hear from you guys. You guys got to vote on Trust who you want to pick. Yeah, we got the PFF <laughs> board. Obviously, that's good get a little cheat sheet there for you. But at number five overall, we want to hear from you guys. So we'll give you uh, 30 seconds to a minute to make this pick here before we move on. I like Brian Brzee for the Seattle Seahawks. He seems like a guy where, because of just the size and athleticism, I feel like he's going to test really well. Mm-hmm. We know that the Seahawks love to go for those toolsy, big traits kind of players. I think that Brzee and his athleticism is definitely one that's going to stand out. I think his teammate is too. I think Miles Murphy's gonna test really well, so I think that he's gonna be on the Seahawks radar with wherever this top pick lands for them. And the other thing I was gonna say is we've
3: mocked them corners in the past. You look at this defense, they kinda need help at every single level. Corner also being a need, but I think with what I said about the DT class, there's two good ones. After that, probably a big drop off cornerback class it's much more jumbled mm-hmm. in my opinion at the moment in terms of top end talent versus back end of the first round talent so at that point I think they can with two first
2: round picks as you see down here at number
3: 16 you can wait on the cornerback position.
2: all right let me see I want to see what the Lions reaction was here can we uh oh uh, we can vote here I guess what uh I'll oh yeah what'd we'll you we'll say it and would we say it, in the, we'll say it in oh, chat. No. all right sick
0: sick chat's um, going CJ Stroud
2: CJ Stroud <laughs> Stroud's the pick I can't even can I even get rid of this Close the poll. All right, perfect. I can Good actually, Lord. I can actually get rid of it. Come on,
1: Will will is
2: Daniel Jones. Who I, said don't, that. I don't, I don't want to hear it, Sav. This is our first day using the board. I don't want to hear it. Nathan Williams uh, uh, is great. not Daniel Jones. This is uh, also Daniel Jones was a lot better than people expected, so... Okay, Stroud. Okay, everybody's going Stroud here for the uh, the Carolina Panthers. What did people? Uh, Drake said Trev's my GM. There oh. you go. Detroit is 100% going QB if they're in the top three. I kind of agree with that, Todd. But we've done so many scenarios where there's a quarterback here and. Coffee's playing better than we thought that he would. So maybe there's just a different reality. I wanted to paint a different picture for you guys. So ended up going with Will Levis there. Uh, Corey didn't seem to be very happy about it. Um, we probably did spend more money on this touchscreen than watching different Sean Taylor. Mm.
3: We didn't actually get to that. Good call. I was going to have a little take on that. Good that was call. absolutely absurd. It was like a ghost statue. I did, I did not care for that. They got rightfully roasted.
0: Uh,
3: we should
1: have done that for drip or skip. Yeah. If I was, I was,
2: if I was Detroit, I would pick C.J. first and get the defensive line with the second pick. I like the strategy as well, obviously. I think that that's a good pick there. All right, so everybody's going C.J. Stroud, right? C.J. Stroud at number five overall. Let right. me make sure that I Take press em. the right button here. C.J. Stroud, Carolina Panthers. I think that this would be obviously a pick that they would be happy with, although I, 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 I don't think Stroud is this slam dunk. Mm top five overall prospect that some people, you know, we, we do a lot of mock drafts. We do a lot of early mock drafts and we kind of like get into this thought process where it's like, oh, okay, this is just how, the way that it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more variance to where Stroud could end up than, uh, than we're being honest with. So you can see Stroud on the on, the, uh, on the screen now.
3: And I am curious to see how these quarterbacks ultimately come off the board. Obviously, we have them all very high in the PFF draft board because we're taking positional value into account, but you have to only go back a couple of years when Tua goes fifth, Herbert goes six to yeah. where you have teams passing on some at the top of the draft and not having that trade up that you usually expect and that we saw back in 2021 for the guys like Trey Lance, uh, the guys like Zach Wilson, the, the top of the draft guys. So curious to see how with three guys that are being considered top of the draft sort of prospects, how they do ultimately fall. At number six though, yep. I'm back on the clock. It's
2: a fun one for you because it feels like Philly could, it feels yeah. like Philly more than any other team we've ever talked about in the top 10 goes best player available because they are also the team that is sitting here at number 31 because of their record but because of the trade with the New Orleans Saints obviously they're sitting here at number six and when you're drafted at the top of the draft you go rarity you go rare traits the guy who has
3: obviously rare traits is the other Clemson defensive lineman Mm -hmm. Miles Murphy not a finished product by any means very much in that Trayvon Walker-esque mold of it may take him two or three years Good news is the Eagles, with their defensive line depth, they have two or three years to wait for a guy who could turn into an elite player at his respective position. So when you're sitting there with that number six pick, you go premium, you swing for the defenses, that's a swing for the fence.
2: Okay. Uh, No, I I like it. I obviously mentioned Miles Murphy as a potential guy to go number four to Seattle. So uh, no complaints here with Murphy going number six overall. I'm up here with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh Uh-oh. There we go. Okay, there we go. Or I'm up with the Arizona Cardinals at number seven. I know they need corner. I know they're going to have cornerback needs. I know Byron Murphy is a free agent coming up, and I know that they could upgrade a corner even with Byron Murphy still on the team, but I got to go something along the trenches. I would have considered defensive line here if Brian Brzee or Jalen Carter were still on the board. Neither of those guys are on the board at this point number seven. So I've got to go to offensive line, and I'm going to go with Peter Skoronsky here. I think that this is a really great pick for Arizona because – Skaranski comes with a lot of versatility. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that could play inside out for you. Some people would say that the tackles are better than the interior situation for Arizona, and even if that's the case, you maybe could play for Skaransky on the inside while you figure out tackle, or you could just start him off a tackle no matter what. However you get your best five out there, I guarantee you Skaranski is going to be one of them. Oh, man, I just realized Skaranski would have been a great pick for the Packers at eight. Mm. Mm. Well, Skaranski also
3: have Sorry to about bring it, up Olu Fashanu, the Penn State offensive tackle, yeah. who would have probably been in the mix here. For top 10, surprisingly, not coming out. Mm-hmm. Not coming out. Olaf Shanu, possible top 10 pick, returning to Penn State, obviously has a few, another month to actually solidify that decision. So maybe someone may talk some sense to him and Ooh. say, hey, you're passing up a lot of money here. For maybe what's going to be a 9-3 season at Penn State next year. Okay, mm. I can't hate Penn State too much. Number eight, actually you left me the guy I wanted all along. Quentin Johnston for the you're Green gonna, Bay Packers. I thought you were going to pick Will Levis. You have. I thought <laughs> you was
2: going to pick Will Levis.
3: <laughs> no, no, I mean, that, it depends on, obviously, how the Packers want to play this offseason. And a lot of that also depends on how Jordan Love looks towards the end of the season if he does end up starting a few games because you have the fifth-year decision with him. If you are in a position to draft one of these quarterbacks and Jordan Love looks like poop, you're pulling the trigger, in my opinion, on one of these quarterbacks. Because you're not going to be, you don't think you're going to be in that sort of realm of drafting a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers still on the roster anytime soon after that. If not, though, you're playing for Aaron Rodgers coming back next year or Jordan Love's looking good, you're playing for immediate success. Immediate success is a wide receiver. Quinton Johnson, along with Christian Watson, along with Romeo Dobbs, is a wide receiver core you can win with. That's a lot of speed, a lot of deep threats, a lot of vertical threats, and a lot of size to hit those guys with Jordan Love's maybe shaky accuracy we'll see here in the coming weeks but yeah that's where I'm going the Green of Packers no
2: I like Quentin Johnson a lot I, I like to uh, his potential when I watched him during the summer going into the season but he's really impressed me with just how efficient he's been as a downfield player, not just with the athletic traits, but also the strength when going up for contested catches as well as, man, he's been a great underneath yards after the catch player as well. And I felt like that was always in him because I saw the athleticism when he would get vertical, but we didn't see it a ton underneath. And I think that's a big reason why the stats weren't there for him going into the year when you see people go, oh, you know, he could be a potential wide receiver one. And then people learning about him for the first time go, where's the production? Where is it? And I just don't think he was really put in as much of a position to succeed and get the most out of his tools that we have seen this year. And I think that it's all on display. Would love to see him in that Green Bay Packers offense, no matter who the quarterback is going to be. So I got the Raiders at number nine. Chat, be on your toes. You're up at number 10. Do we think Derek Carr is still here at this point? You tell me. Set it up. Because I can make I can make the selection. No, okay, you're, so. You, okay, so you don't think that he's here? I think they have to.
3: If you're going to keep McDaniel... Yes. Dr. Daniels. You gotta trade Carlin.
2: And his, court is, now, his contract is very trade friendly. But he has no trade clause. He does Fair. have a no trade clause. But you can also move on from him. Like if you I think he's Is he gonna want to run it back after how bad this is? What is he, was? 30, 35 on the cap next year and it's yep. only about six million in dead cap? Yeah. So Fair. the savings are huge no matter what. You can get out of Derek Carr even if you can't trade him. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why, that's how I set up what the Raiders are doing. Because but in, in previous scenarios, you know, before their massive overtime win that they had this past weekend, Vegas is picking somewhere in the top four. We've had them at number two overall at times. And there you say, okay, well, the Raiders are picking in the top four. They're probably picking a quarterback. But at nine, do you still think they're making a change of quarterback? Because if you do, then I know the pick. Yeah, I think you do. Okay, then it's got to be Will Levis. Then we're picking. Then we're picking Will Levis here. Will Levis, I think his, I think Levis' sweet spot, if you ask me, is anywhere between ten and twenty. That's what I think yeah. the sweet spot would be for me to select a guy like Will Levis. Obviously, it's at nine, so it's on the other side of that, but it's decently close. And we're in a situation where I think that it does make sense for a team. And for as much as everybody out there might yell at me and say like, "Hey, you never pick for a draft need. You don't want to be able to. You you don't want to do that when it's quarterback." Sometimes you different don't have a choice. It is Chased a math. different animal. So Okay, uh, chat's up at 10. Houston Texans on the clock here. We had them taking Bryce Young at number one overall. Not really a shortage of positions that the Texans could go here. They just need talent. So, Mike, before we get to the answer of what the chat thinks here at number 10, what about how the board... Has, left, it has been left for them here. Anybody stand out for you if you were making this pick attack?
3: I'm just trusting the board at, at this point in time. Now, the Nolan Smith, I uh, believe he tore his pec. He did. That, that injury is going to throw a wrench, obviously, into uh, what, he's, what his draft stock's gonna be. You're gonna have to vet that come next spring. But that turns out good. Nolan Smith's the guy I'm drafting here. Freak athlete, okay. plays a lot bigger than his sort of size uh, profile. It's just you know around 240 pounds. Uh, a guy's going to blow up the combine if he's able to test at that point. But yeah, Nolan Smith, the guy I'm probably going with, but Tyree Wilson, depending on what you want, obviously very different types of edge guys. Right, undersized edge rusher, big power end.
2: Yeah, I, I like, I like both potential trench angles. I like Nolan Smith. I like Tyree Wilson as. Um, as potential picks for them, I also really like Paris Johnson as well. Just continuing to get better along the offensive line, we know that he's he, he seems more comfortable as an offensive tackle, but he's got that guard experience, so I think that that could be a selection for them as well. Who's their CB two? Am I am I forgetting uh, on the other side of Stingley? Am I forgetting somebody? Because I didn't think that I was. So like you get Stingley on one side, you get Cam Smith on the other, yeah. you get Jalen Petrie to hopefully be a little bit more reliable as a slot defender. All of a sudden, like that's a nice secondary. Yeah, I like the thought process of that as well. Um, What's the chat going with, though? So,
0: chat's pretty split here between Jordan Addison and Kale Ringo, but it Ooh. looks like we're going Jordan Addison. Jordan okay. Addison.
2: All right, Jordan Addison getting a uh, getting an offensive weapon. Can't hate it. Yep, right there. Getting an offensive weapon there for Bryce Young. I like Jordan Addison, man. Yeah, so nice. I there. mean,
3: that's – again, I said trust the boards. We're in the range close. where – Depending on the position you want, they're all in similar grade-wise. So, oh. Jordan Addison, probably your best all-around wide receiver in this draft at the moment, so – can't hate it. Oh, okay. Who?
2: Jay Vatt wants Bo Nix. Oh, yeah. Jay, but Jay Vatt wants Bo Nix. Uh, Jordan, I don't know anything about the Texans. Hey, sometimes neither did the Texans. Jay yeah. Vatt really wants Bo Nix. Not a lot of Texans. Not happening. Either. Drake says, see, Trev gets it. Wow, Drake, just my biggest fan out here. We love Houston that. is about eight hours from Texas Tech, though, <laughs> you know. Oh, what? So you think it's going to be like a hometown well, pick? Well, he said, take the Texas Tech guy. It's like, that's not a hometown pick at all. They're on opposite Oh, uh, okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, Nathan said, we got to go tackle here. I talked about that a little bit with Paris Johnson Jr. Man, you guys are getting in there. I don't care. Bo Nix, I don't care about you. Jay Vatskin, I mean, he might be chat champ with this if we uh, if we get some Bo Nix love in here. Um, man, we got, some, we got a ton of boats for this one. Need to protect Bryce. All right, there's another offensive tackle. Ringo Adderson, Paris Johnson says Balin. Hmm. RIP Joe Rogan. Don't know what happened there, but uh, all right. Well, we ended up making the uh, we ended up making the Jordan Addison selection. Hopefully, Chad doesn't burn down too much for that because I do think it's a good pick. I no. think it's going to help the Texas no matter what. You're up at number 11 with the Jacksonville no, Jaguars. Oh, uh-huh. you know that is how that works, isn't it? <laughs> um, boy, I just talked about Paris Johnson Jr. being a guy who's got versatility to play offensive tackle or on the interior. I know the Jaguars have invested some money in Ken Robinson, especially on one of those sides, but. I don't think the offensive line is as good as it could be. I kind of go to that direction. With both wide receivers already off the board um, for the Jags, I would think about maybe getting another playmaker in there, but Addison's off the board, Quinn Johnson's off the board. I, I like the idea of an, offensive, of an offensive lineman here. I like Peter Skoronsky as well for the Jags, but obviously he also, he's off the board. But I'm going to go Paris Johnson Jr. I think his versatility is fantastic, and I think he'll be a starter no matter what for the Jags on day one.
3: Yeah, and obviously with – they, I will say they do have Walker Little uh, coming probably into, I guess this is year three, three for, him, for him, would be year three for him. Yep. You would hope that he would be able to take the next step, but you haven't seen enough from him to rely on that. Cam Robinson, though, you can't franchise him again. You can't keep, doing it. it's you can't, hard. Can't keep kicking that can
2: it's, with how much they're paying him. It's hard for me to think, to look at what Trevor Lawrence did this past weekend and mm-hmm. say, nah, we're set along the offensive line. Yeah. Like, I'm at a point where it's just – I'm drafting so much talent along the offensive line. For the next couple of years with Trevor Lawrence, I do not want offensive line to be the reason why you wouldn't trust him, why the franchise isn't going where they need to. I I don't care, man. I'm going offensive line for the Jags. And I I do do think
3: ideally if one of Jordan Addison or Quentin Johnson was there, that would be the pick in my opinion. But obviously in this draft, neither are. All right, number 12, Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to go a little down the board here. Not too far down the board here, but it's a guy that I think fits. Mike Tomlin's defense very well, and what he's capable of doing, would slide in very well next to Micah Fitzpatrick. Very similar skill set, in fact. Very similar role they played as Brian Branch, Mm. the safety. Alabama, well, he plays slot there, but slot's becoming a more and more important position in the NFL today, one of the best tackling DBs you'll ever see. Just a football player through and through, kind of like how Micah Fitzpatrick was. There wasn't a 40-time or test or a number that you could point to that was saying that's why he's the dude, you just watch him play football and say, he's gonna be good.
2: Well, kind of played myself here with the Detroit Lions, didn't I? Pick Will Anderson at number three. I was hoping maybe we'd get Will Levis here at 13. Would've been the
3: dream. we have to go Anthony Richardson.
2: <sighs> I'm not going Richardson at 13, not at this point, I, no. I know a lot of people love richardson but i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna go with him at 13 there's just so much that he needs to get better at talent is obviously through the roof yeah. but um there's just there there's not a ton of consistency with his game there um you like mckee a lot you've got I me mean, you got mckee at 17 but
3: even 13 is a stretch for me from McKee. i it's i close. would i
2: would agree hmm is there another playmaker that we could go with and i do think after McKee's season there's a good chance he comes back to school because he could Raise a stock if he transfers to Notre Dame. Hmm. You just traded TJ Hawkinson. Could go Michael Mayer. Don't hate that. Could go with another outside corner, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Could go Keely Ringo. Been on a lot of good traits there with Ringo. If they're keeping their defensive staff intact, that's where I'd probably go because they play a ton of man, yeah. a ton of press. I think they are going to change their defensive staff, but I am going to go with Keely here. I'm going to go Keely Ringo. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to force a QB selection, even though it kind of goes against what I just said when I made the argument for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders doing that at number nine. I think it was a little bit more reasonable for Will Levis than it would be for McKee or Anthony Richardson here at number 13. So no quarterback for the Lions in this one. A wide receiver either. Very interested to hear what Lions fans think of it. You've got two good football players, but is that what you want? You're up at number 14. This guy I'm going to keep going
3: back to with the Colts if they're drafting in this range. I'm going to go Tanner McKee here because- Oh, so this is why you convinced me to not pick Tanner McKee. Well, yeah, because the Colts are desperate. The Lions aren't desperate. The Colts are desperate. Like this has to be the time that they make, pull that trigger, unless you're gonna go out and get Aaron Rodgers via trade, which uh, I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. Tanner McKee's it's probably the best you're gonna do in this class. For
2: the Falcons at 15, oh, this, this is where the chat picks. Okay, I'm, I'm very interested to see who the chat is gonna pick for the Falcons at number 15, because there's a lot of different options. And honestly, these three picks at the very top—these are guys that I'm looking at who could fit perfectly for what the Falcons need. Yeah. They need pass rush bad. Okay, so these are two talented pass rushers: the athleticism of Nolan Smith, the uniqueness, the size, athleticism, the build, the tools of Tyree Wilson. But also, I think they need another corner opposite of uh, AJ Terrell. And AJ Terrell, like, hasn't had as good of a year this year as he did last year. But that's okay. I'm not super worried yeah. about him because. Corner is always such a position where there's high variance. Season mm-hmm. to season, week to week, shoot, play to play. It's just so tough. You just want a guy who's talented in there. So, not right enough to uh, AJ Terrell in any way, shape, or form. But if you get another corner on the opposite side, I think it just elevates everything. So, I, I don't know. What do you think about 15 as the, as the chat still votes on this
3: one? Well, I'm still looking at 16, knowing that I'm going to get one of either Nolan Smith or Tyree Wilson. I'm very happy. Uh, I'm a Seahawks yes. fan there. Yeah. But,
2: yeah, if you're the
3: Atlanta Falcons, the guy I'd probably look at is Cam Smith. Okay. I, I would love a, a cornerback duo of A.J. Terrell and Cam Smith. I, I think that could be a game-changer for you. Man, I think this board is like
2: perfect, it. even if you go a little bit further. you got Andre Carter, you got Jared Verse. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Jared Verse as well. I think there's just so many great options for for the Falcons here at number 15. Which way are they leaning? Which way are they leaning, guys?
0: It's, it's like a dead tie between Tyree Wilson and uh, Nolan Smith. Okay, go. it is.
2: It's back and forth. So they're going edge rusher no matter what. Uh, does does the hometown feel with Nolan Smith go into this at all?
3: I don't know. I don't think you should draft that way, but it's not uh, it's not the worst thing in the world if you have a similar grade that would tip the scale. All right, who would you pick? Your PFF's lead draft analyst. Who would you pick? Oh, I just said Cam Smith. I think Cam Smith's Who I pick? Well, between no, no, no we, two, you
2: got to go between the chat. Yeah. See,
3: yeah, yeah. I, I love Nolan Smith to Seattle, uh, Atlanta. The, you already have. Uh, uh, Arnold Lebigetti is not a run-first type of uh, that's edge that's a good rusher. point. That's a good point. You, you know, Nolan Smith's that's good, good against the run, but you have two real, then, 250 and under edge rushers in Katie in Nolan Smith. Probably want one power guy on the edge. It's okay. usually
2: how you want to build it. So I'd go Tyree Wilson. So let's take it. All right, we'll go Tyree Wilson for the Falcons. The at number 15 with the Chats pick there, and then you were up at number 16. Number one, Nolan just, Smith. Kind of just spoiled Giving
3: you're, them you're, the Cliff Averill, the Chris Clemens that Wide nine, edge rusher, that's speed off the edge, that's all electricity that you have to account for. I think that would be a dream scenario for Seattle.
2: Okay, all right. I'm up at, I'm up with the Los Angeles Chargers at number 17. Cam Smith could be a nice pick for them. I, I obviously really hope J.C. Jackson comes back and plays a lot better than he did yeah. at the beginning of this year. Um, but, man, I don't know if you can rely on with how serious the injury
3: was and with how bad he looked at the
2: beginning of the year. That is tough. Yep. Uh, that is tough. I like Asante Samuel Jr. Um, Michael Davis has been playing well, but I think that they'll probably move on from him at the end of the season. Just feels that way. Cam Smith's definitely in the conversation. I'd love them to get beefier up front, though, on the defensive front. Like, yep. let's, let's go we've got, DTs. Yeah. yeah, let's see. DTs. Let's see, go D-line. See, I would love Siaka Ika. I don't, yeah. I, I like this pick here for them. His, it, 17's. It's a touch be, uh,
3: high, but he's he's the only
2: one in that mold that you're considering in the first, you know? that mold. You know, it... Oh, we got D-line here, yeah. too. Oh, so, uh... Got to take this off Jalen Hyatt's hilarious I'm not going to pick Jalen Hyatt at <laughs> 17 but like Jalen Hyatt is exactly what we were talking about last year with Jamison Williams potentially going to the Chargers it still feels like they need that yeah it still feels like they need that downfield if they speed well if they had if
3: Kayshawn Boudet had developed the way kind of from freshman to sophomore to junior that would be the perfect pick but he just did not look like the same guy this year so
2: I think I got to trust the board I think I got to I Just think, go corner. Yeah, I think I got to trust the board and go Cam Smith here. I'd yeah. love the Pixiaki. I think he's on the radar for them at number seventeen. Both those guys fit, mm-hmm. but you trust the board at this point. You need corner. Go get a good corner. I like Cam Smith. All right, eighteen.
3: New England Patriots. I mean, the board. <laughs> it's the guy at the top of the board's the guy. Oh right here. come on! It really is. It's Bill Belichick isn't changing his stripes anytime soon. I, I think we've seen that with the way they've run their offense. Post-Tom Brady, it's, mm-hmm. they're not doing a ton differently schematically in terms of like trying to modernize, trying to spread out that offense. No, it's kind of the same. And if it's going to be the same, you're not going to find a better person, a better fit for that offense than Michael Mayer. There's not. I mean, he is, can do a lot of the same things as Rob Gronkowski did. Now, I'm not even close to putting him in the same conversation as Rob Gronkowski, but that role he can fill as well as any end in this draft.
2: Tampa Buccaneers up at 19. Boy, do we have some prospects here. There's a, I mean, there's, there's just so much up in the air with what it, the yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be this offseason. Is Tom Brady even going to be there? Do they, try, do they trust Kyle Trask enough? Blaine Gabbard's still on the team. I don't think Blaine Gabbard's probably going to take over for him. But, you know, what do you do there? Shaq Barrett's coming off of, uh, of an Achilles injury, so that's that's going to be tough for him to get back to form as a pass rusher there. I lean pass rusher at this point, but they've gone defensive line with Joe Tryon, Yinka, Logan Hall the last couple of drafts. They, I think they like their defensive line, but if you don't have Shaq Barrett, do you have that guy that can really get after the quarterback the way that you need to? Corner, Jamel Dean, Sean Murphy Bunting, they're both unrestricted free agents, but I still feel like they're going to do enough to get Jamel Dean back. Linebacker, they're probably not gonna go linebacker. Offensive line. I look at that as well. Mm-hmm. Boy, I think Paris Johnson Jr. would be a perfect pick pick for them at number 19 if he makes it there, but I don't think he's gonna make it there. I think Broderick Jones is where I'm going. I think that makes the most sense. Obviously, we gotta update this. We gotta get Ole out of there because he's not because uh, he's not gonna be in the conversation. Broderick Jones is just a. I mean, he's a super athletic dude, but. Is he going to be able to get on the field right away? Is he going to be able to play on the interior right away? Got Osiris Torrance. Uh, you get hit. You get hit Well, high, but I mean, it
3: is. But is he worse than a you know Kenyon Green or Zion Johnson, who were top drafted no, higher than that last year? No. I, I think he's in a similar vein to
2: those prospects. I think he is, but you know, I'm going to go Jared Verse. I'm going to go Jared versus here. I'm just going to go pass. Do it. Here. You can never, yeah. have, you never have too many pass rushers. Like You can never have too many good offensive lines. And, so. and
3: again, they have options on offensive line. You drafted one in the second last year. Yeah, he sucks as a rookie, but it's because he went from right tackle at Central Michigan to left guard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like that was never going to hit the ground running and be like, right. wow, great left guard. Right. So you got to give right. him maybe a little time, yep. maybe one more year. If yep. you're going to take interior line, I'd probably save it to somewhere. In yeah,
2: so I pass rusher, that's yeah. the first round position that I want to go with was between Broderick Jones and, and uh, Jared Verst. But now we got Washington on the, on the clock at number 20, as we have done. Every five picks. It's yours. This is a chat pick. Washington, man, they can go a variety of different directions. Yeah. Defense finally playing a little bit better. That defensive line is getting stout, and they're getting Chase Young back as well. Missing William Jackson, who's no longer on the team at corner. I think that could be a big time option for them there. Got Cam Curl in the secondary, somebody that they, they love at that spot. I know linebacker's a little bit of a weakness. Maybe some playmakers, maybe some guys up front. But I'm interested to hear who the chat is going to pick in this one. My mind immediately goes to corner, but it's not like there's a corner. I I know you like Jalen Jones. Would you like Jalen Jones as a fit here for Washington?
3: I think so. I think he's just got very, very instinctual corner, very good in off coverage, um, depending on who their D.C. is next year. Obviously, I think – uh, Ron Ferris done it enough to keep his job at this point, and mm-hmm. if that's the
2: case, I think he would be a good fit for that scheme. All right, I mean we've got a lot of other corners here as well: Jalen yep. Jones, Christian Gonzalez, Porter as well. Joey Porter Jr. I think would be big for him. But it, it if this board's a touch old; he would be higher than that on, on the new board. Uh, but it kind of depends, yeah. right? It goes back to what you said about, is the defensive staff going to be the same? Because the reasons why they got rid of William Jackson is what? Because press he man. was too he was just too much of a press man corner. Can Joey Porter be somebody who could succeed when they're not playing press man schemes, when they're not playing TBD. press man deployment? So you have to think about that as well. Is the chat uh, leaning one way or the other here for Washington?
0: Chat is breaking away from the draft board, and they're going Joey Porter Jr. Okay, so, yeah. they,
2: so they do like Joey Porter Jr. Now, this has been, like you said, you mentioned, Joey Porter Jr. If this mock, if this uh, board was updated a little bit more to present day, he'd be higher. He'd be a little bit higher. So we'll go Joey Porter Jr. here at number twenty, which puts me back on the clock for the Baltimore Ravens. To me, I think there's two picks here. Two. Um, okay, I'm gonna guess them. Uh, is P. John Robinson one of them? No. Oh. I, but I, I wouldn't hate that. Oh. Who do we have at wide receiver? Jack Smith and Jigba, Josh Downs, Keishan Butte, Man. I just don't love it. I know, don't like... I just don't love it. It doesn't give him a it doesn't give him a skill. Maybe Jack Smith and Jigba if you believe in him enough. But is that really a skill set that they don't already have? Is that a who are you guys uh who, who to are me, the names who were two? either
3: andre carter because to me he's one of the most intriguing developmental guys That's coming fair. from army freak athletically at six foot seven like 34 inch arms ha- has this unique skill set and also like didn't get off seasons to really weight train because in the off seasons he's actually going through army training and you know he said he lost like 15 pounds every off season that he had to put back on <laughs> during the regular wow. season so he what he could be with like a real year-round sort of training for the NFL, I'm very intrigued by. And the other one's Broderick Jones. I, I think at this point, with Ronnie Stanley's injury history, with Morgan Moses on the other side, with yeah, his age, right. you want to keep o line strength. That's the fuel, that's the foundation of this offense. That's where I would probably one of those two.
2: I think I'm going to go Broderick Jones then. Do it. I think I'm going yeah. to stay strong. With Broderick, with Broderick Jones along the offensive line. We're 20 picks in. Actually, I, sh- I should have done this before. Should have recapped it a little bit here for you guys because we're 20 picks into this thing. Probably should have done it at the halfway point. But for anybody who's joining the show who uh, didn't catch the very beginning, this is how the mock draft went to this point. We got Bryce Young at number one overall to the Houston Texans. Jalen Carter went number two to the Chicago Bears. Had Will Anderson go at number three. No quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Brian Brzee at number four. To the Seahawks. Carolina Panthers got CJ Stroud. Philadelphia Eagles got themselves Miles Murphy, the edge rusher from Clemson. Arizona Cardinals, the offensive tackle from Northwestern, Peter Skoronski. Mike hand picked for the Green Bay Packers, wide receiver Quentin Johnson from TCU. I gave the Las Vegas Raiders um, Will Levis at number nine. The chat took Jordan Addison to pair Jordan Addison with. Uh, Bryce Young there at the top. Paris Johnson Jr. going to the Jags. Brian Branch to the Steelers. Keely Ringo to the Detroit Lions. For any Detroit Lions fans who are joining, that means no quarterback to this point for the Lions. Uh, Colts got Tanner McKee at 14. Tyree Wilson, the pass rusher from Texas Tech, went 15 to the Falcons. Uh, Nolan Smith to the Seahawks. Cam Smith to the Chargers. Michael Mayer to the Patriots. Very typical Mike. Uh, And then we had Jared Verse to the Buccaneers. Joey Porter Jr. via the chat to the Washington Commanders. Then I just took Broderick Jones. To the baltimore ravens who got a 22. this one's tough i i would ideally have wanted Patrick jones you
3: know if i'm the new york that Jets. yeah that would have been I, I do think they have
2: any other we got any other offensive tackles
3: anton harrison is in that mix <sighs> he's, just... he's probably a few years away is the is the problem with harrison he's just not quite strong enough to That's where if you're issue. drafting him it's in the issue. first round it's an issue it's going to look like what match max mitchell's kind of looked like where it's like yeah he Does a lot of things well. But when you have a power end, you're just going to get exposed. You're going to have to give that guy some help. So I'm not sure it's helping you right out the gate. Um, If I'm looking defensive side of the ball, the guy I'm looking to is Trenton Simpson. Okay.
2: Linebacker? Uh, Okay.
3: I want to give them. It's either Trenton Simpson or Antonio Johnson. They're they're sort of similar players, right? They're kind of both slot hybrids. Uh, Antonio Johnson uh, probably is never going to be a true box linebacker. He's just not – doesn't have the mass. But around the line of scrimmage, if you kind of have him extended as, like, an apex player, he he can do that really well. Simpson could fit a similar mold. Like, he could play slot in the NFL as well. But also, I think is a little bit better if you're looking for between-the-tackles linebacker. So, I'm going to go Trenton Simpson, hoping they get their version of Fred Warner.
2: All right. Trenton Simpson, number 22. Oh, man, (laughs) I want an offensive lineman for the Bengals. Yeah. Don't have one Don't left. Have one. I'm You've not Cyrus f- Torrance, but I, I think your Your issues are a tackle. Yeah. Your issues that's left the problem. Left your left. issues are left tackle and Lyle Collins hasn't played well mm-hmm. throughout the entire year either. Man, where else could the Bengals really I mean, I might have liked Trent Simpson, but their linebackers are fine. Defensive line's obviously go. playing great. Defense overall I think is playing really well. I want
1: to go Bijan, I know it. You cut another running back on the roster, or running backs, and reinvest <laughs> that money elsewhere on the roster.
2: Maybe like a proven left
1: tackle. Yeah. You can do that. Get rid of Joe Mixon's money. How much, you, how much is Mixon? I was going to say. What's how much Mixon? is set to make? I haven't even looked Mixon at it. Mixon is set to make $13 million next year, $5 million dead cap hit. Here's so the save thing, though.
2: Here's the thing. That's a starter. They're not going to cut Mixon.
1: Yeah, they're he's, not. Too, he's too big of a fan. They're favorite. just, they're yeah, just they're, not, they're not, not the going to. Operate. I'm just saying you could save $8 million next year, which is a proven that's starter. A, yeah, that's one. At edge, at corner, What's somewhere ty- along the O line. What's
2: Tyler Boyd's contract? What's Tyler Boyd's contract?
1: I think either 2023 or 2024. He's also getting a little older.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That would
1: be hot, too. JSNB. Because they're talking about, like, oh, are you going to be able to pay Chase and Higgins? Well, if you draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. But
3: you don't it, have to worry Jigba is really, he's Tyler Boyd. Like that is, I know. That's who he will what be. But maybe better.
2: Yeah. The boat's a boat, but mm-hmm. the mystery box could be anything. <laughs> could be. A, could, even be a
3: could even be a boat. Could even be Jack Smith Jr. <laughs> we'll go Jack Smith I like, I like that. Here. I am that.
1: favorite too. I don't. Five State mm-hmm. locally. Ah, that's true. They, they have. They have been. The Jersey. Did sh- Jersey say? Yeah. Billy Price got picked for that reason.
2: <laughs> okay. That well Charles then. Uh, now, they, they, well they, now eat. I kind of want to take it back. Now I kind of want to take it back. Uh, you, you're up with the New York Giants, number twenty-four. Chat. Be on your toes. You're picking for the Broncos at number 25, which is a tall task. You guys got to fix the Broncos in one pick. That's your responsibility.
3: All right, we're looking. See, I would love Josh Downs there, but he's a clone of Wandale. You, you can't know, have two Wandales. You no, know I like you know? a lot. Who do you like here?
2: I, n- not here, but you're just
3: looking at wide receivers. The guy I was also thinking of was Darnell Washington, Ooh. who upon
2: the new draft board will be a lot higher than 80th. Yeah, but how, hold on, though. What do you think about it? How are the Tennessee Titans going to draft Darnell Washington <laughs> if the, G- the Gi- New York Giants draft? I know Arno I got to think ahead to that.
3: But that's a guy who's in that mix. I think if Luke Musgrave would have stayed healthy this year, he would have been in that mix for a late first-round type of tight end. After that, we're going to have to maybe go down this board. The one I think is just a bite-the-bullet investment is I think I'm going to go Osiris part. Torrance here. I think left sure, guard. Sure. You have what's his face, the former Oregon guy playing there, who's just been abysmal. I can't think of his name off the top of my head though. Anyways, oh. um... Shane Lemieux, right? Yeah, Shane Lemieux. Osiris Torrance, slot him in there. Don't complain too much. Yeah, it's back-to-back first-rounders on the O-line, but that's kind of been where they've won. Mm. And, you know, that's how they're trying to win games this year. Ideally, they're going to be in the market for a quarterback at some point, but at this point in the draft, I'm not taking like an Anthony Richardson and hoping and praying. If I'm the New York Giants, possibly, but do I go Anthony Richardson here at
2: Anthony Richardson? He's probably going to make this first round one way or another. I think we're going to go Anthony Richardson. I think I talked myself into it. Oh, he's not even on the draft. Oh, you don't even have him on he's there. No. Even on there. No. Wow.
3: Exposed. Well, Exposed. Well, we can't draft. Exposed.
2: Him, so, um, so we're going to Cyrus Torrance. Exposed. Shoot, they might. Have, the chat might have been trying to pick Richardson. <laughs> yeah. For the Broncos at twenty-five. All right, so that's uh, that's the excuse why we don't have Richardson in the first round. Don't have him on the big board. Got to fix that after the show. Yeah. Um, no, okay, so while the chat is sitting here for the Denver Broncos, you guys are up here picking for the Broncos here at number 25. Got a lot of different options, I guess, for the Broncos. I've like Trenton Simpson for them, but Trenton Simpson, obviously, off the board here. Defense are pretty much set. Throughout um, the rest of that offensive line could get a little bit better. Maybe you take running back if you want somebody to spell Javante Williams, but you got to remember Javante's coming back. Do you like any of the wide receivers that are still there? You got Greg Dolezal at your tight end, so I know that you like that option as well. But I don't know, a lot of different places that you could go with uh, with Denver selection here at 25. But you know what you can't pick is Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. I'll just say this: and I was I was about to say this before a guy who I I've really liked watching live. I, I like, like Parker Washington. Yeah. I like him a lot, like. And he's unique. I like him more than Downs and Butte.
3: He's unique in his size, right? I mean, he's like a running back size. He's that Debo. Is he what's he? Two ten? He's five eleven, something like. He's a running back esque
2: with ball skills. That plays. I might like him more than Jack Smith and Jigba. Ooh. Yeah, I know that's say spicy. It. I know that's spicy. Look, we're getting to fi- we're getting to some final regular season evals so I'll be able to either say it with my chest or not say it at all soon here there's the chat lean in one way or another for the yeah, Denver we're, Broncos? Yeah, we're ready
0: to go. They're replacing Bla- Bradley Chubb and getting Felix off the edge from Kansas Ooh, State. Ooh, I a like
2: Felix, man. This is somebody who I was a big fan of coming out of summer scouting. Really like the combination of build for him. He is a true 4-3 defensive end, a guy who can do a lot of different stuff where he is a five-technique player. But I think he gives good athleticism for also the strength profile yeah. that he brings on those early downs. And if you're
3: Denver, now you have Baron Browning, Nick Benito, Randy, Randy Gregory, Greg, Greg. Greg. yeah. You have the most athletic edge group in the NFL. I know the Cowboys have something to say about that, but it's yeah. that—that is—that'd be lightning. All yeah, right. What? Tennessee Titans. I'm on the clock.
2: Yes, you are. Man,
3: I, I don't really. I would love to go corner with how much. Uh, gosh, the Virginia, the Virginia Cal- Tech. Cale Farley. Cale Farley. I was yeah. gonna say Caleb Fuller. I was like, that's not right. They got Virginia young corners, corners, right? Struggled. They got struggled. So I'd love to go with someone like Jalen Jones, but they have, they have too McCreary many options, yeah, they, they have too many options well. there to really say, I'm going to go there. Um, let's go Edge, though. Okay. Let's go. Harold Landry has kind of, obviously, coming back from the injury, don't know where you're going to get from him. Bud Dupree is probably gone after this season. Some speed off the edge. We're going go right, to go B.J. oju to be that athletic guy who can come around on stunts okay. and win for you.
2: Okay. All right. I don't hate it. I like it. Dallas Cowboys at 27. Cut Zeke, let Pollard walk, draft, draft B. John Robinson. Like, he's right there. It's right in front of you. I don't know, I don't know what else you guys want from me. Um, honestly, that's kind of on the table for me. I'm trying to think of what else Dallas would really need at 27. I love the Tyler Smith selection. The offensive line's obviously getting older, but I think getting him in there on the offensive line mm-hmm. was the, the, the new juice that they needed. Linebacker, sure, but we got, do we have any linebackers? What's the linebacker? linebacker looks rough. Drew Sanders maybe. Oh yeah, Drew Sanders, Jack Hamill, DeMarvian Overshown. Oh, probably it's not a great. Probably not.
3: Um, the interesting ones to me
2: here, what do we do? We, we took a few.
3: Interesting ones to me, Josh Downs. Obviously just a little just more over juice that to point. that receiving core. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was Yaki Ika. That's the one that I was thinking of.
2: Yeah. Honestly, that was the one that was really standing out to me. Getting a bigger impact player at an interior spot. Do they want somebody to... I mean, Christian Gonzalez opposite Trayvon Diggs? I don't hate that either. Nah, we'll go Ika. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Ika here. All right. Build the boys up front. We'll go with Siaki Ika, Very uniquely built defensive tackle. A guy who looks like he's just going to be a bowling ball type who can only be a space eater, nose tackle, but he gives you a lot more in the uh, pass rushing game as well. So very quick, very quick off the line. Have Has very quick hands. Knows how to disengage and really get upfield. So he's a guy who gives you plus pass rushing as well for a player who is also pretty stout on the interior. All right, Buffalo Bills. We're doing it. Bijan Robinson.
3: ooh I only not James Cook last year. I know they've been obsessed with drafting there running is, backs there is, but Bijan really is a different cat than what they've drafted mm-hmm. and he can split out be your slot wide receiver should you need that in your offense he, he can do that he, he's just the versatile weapon that is going to make defenses count for him that's just going to kind of that cherry on top that the Buffalo Bills like they're good they're good at a lot of different places they could use O-line yes but that's the guy that Again, changes sort of how defenses have to account for this offense.
2: Uh, I'm going to save the last chat pick because I think it's supposed to be right here. But I'm going to save the last chat pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. So just so you guys know, I want you to have full reign on whatever you want to pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. If you remember, we picked for the Eagles, Miles Murphy at number six. So with the board, as it kind of comes to a... Final pick of this mock draft. We will have you guys cap it off with the pick for the Eagles at number 31. Miami Dolphins will be picking right now, but they forfeited their selection Mm -hmm. um, by not getting Tom Brady. Vikings, they're going to need corner help. They're going to need secondary help. I think this is a really good spot for Christian Gonzalez. I really do. Christian Gonzalez, I think he's a really talented cornerback. I was not sold on his tape going into the season. A big reason why is because I didn't think that he – Made enough impacts on the ball, honestly. Like, I just didn't feel like he had those instincts to know exactly where the ball was, really make an impact. But he's got good athleticism. He's got good size. This year, I think he's got four interceptions. I think he's uh, top five in the Pac-12 in forcing completions as well. So that seems to be coming along. He really seems to have taken the next step this year. Could go a lot higher than this, but I know the Minnesota Vikings would love to get a, 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 a really talented corner in there as well. So him fitting at 29, I think this is an easy one for me.
3: All right, Kansas City Chiefs, we are going to go anton harrison i think this is about the right spot for harrison okay going to be a little bit of developmental but he has the athletic traits to do so they obviously need someone to step up at right tackle i, I think that's where i'm going uh if i'm them and they're obviously no strangers to sooner
2: linemen mm-hmm. yeah no that's very true it's very true i like harrison man I, I remember watching his tape during the summer and i was like he moves so well but anchor ability can he get stronger and that is a prerequisite for playing tackle in the NFL you've got to be able to hold up and right now I do agree with you I think he's a couple years away which is a little bit concerning I'm not gonna lie because Harrison has been starting since his freshman year at Oklahoma it's not like he's brand new right he's been Mm -hmm. doing this for a while so us saying and I agree with you that he might be a couple of years away. A little bit worrisome because it's not like a, oh, he hasn't played a ton kind of couple of years away. It's a, oh, we're still a little bit hesitant with the strength profile. So I think that's kind of where we are with Harrison. But back into the first round for an offensive line who moves as well as he does. Who can counter as well as he does. I think it's the right spot. Puts the chat up at number 31. Like I said, the Philadelphia Eagles pick Miles Murphy at number six. As you guys can see there. And we want to hear from you. Who are they taking at the very end of the draft? This is a hilarious pick. Because not only at the end of the draft, but it's to a team that doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. Does not yeah. have a lot of weaknesses at all. And if they did have a weakness, we addressed it already. We, oh. we, gave, them, we gave them Miles Murphy. So, uh, very interested to see who the chat's going to pick for them at 31. Do you have anywhere that you would go with Two them? Two guys the, uh... this is probably where I would go. One is Antonio Johnson. Okay. Uh,
3: obviously, I believe C.J. Gardner Johnson. This is last year. On your contract nah, TBD. tbd if they sign him or not yeah i think they will want to resign him, but even then safety's probably if there's a weak link in the defense that would be where the depth is kind of meh mm-hmm. and then josh downs fast okay. batman's great <sighs> he's fast for sure he's not a complete wide receiver whatsoever josh downs can be same role same similar speed profile with just a lot better ball skills with a lot more dynamism after the catch josh downs is where i would go if I, were
2: them. I uh James Bradbury's in a one-year deal, obviously playing very well. Happen. Not sure if they're gonna do corner, but I think Garrett Williams and he suffered an injury this year, but Garrett Williams could be an option for them to play opposite Darius Slate. I would like that thought process if Christian Gonzalez was here. I think that I would I would like that fit for them as well. Clark Phillips I feel like has the identity of Philly's Mm -hmm. defense right now um do you want him as a full-time outside cornerback somebody else who I would consider in this spot honestly Devon Witherspoon I like Witherspoon a lot I think that he has taken a huge step up he's the Illinois corner who they will put him on an island on the outside and he he thrives That, that that is he has been grading off really well for us this year so I think that he's in the conversation there as well all right we gave the chat a little bit of time they lean in anywhere?
0: They lean in a certain player? Yeah, it's pretty split here, but I think they want to let Miles Sanders walk and take Jameer Gibbs.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: All right, where's Where are
2: Gibbs? we going? We're going downer. Where's Gibbs? Well, I mean, you got You can uh, – He's with Anthony search. Richardson. He's not on the big board. No, he's got to be on the board. He's got to be on the big board. 75. We there took, took Jameer is. Gibbs. He's 75. 75. There we go, folks. Full first round mock draft in the books. I don't know if I, I have to do a full recap here. I'll recap, you know, I'll recap with the chat pick. Chat, you guys had the power over the Carolina Panthers. Took C.J. Stroud there. Same thing for the Houston Texans. Gave him Jordan Addison. At 15, he gave the Falcons, Tyree Wilson. At 20, he gave the Washington Camarys, Joey Porter Jr., 25, Felix and DK Uzoma to the Denver Broncos. And then at 31, Jameer Gibbs to the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of fan favorite picks here mm-hmm. from the chat. Which I love. I mean, like, I, yeah. thought, I thought the chat did a very nice job. This is a lot of fun going back and forth between me and you and then getting the chat involved. I think we're going to have to keep this. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to have Doing to keep more this. more draft time. Yeah. I think we'll have to keep this, uh, this, uh, this format moving forward. I don't know if we're moving back to the desk. I, don't, I actually don't. <laughs> I, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think we have a camera over on the desk. So we're going to stick here. We're going to stick here for the, for the final question of the day answer. Quinn. Do we get any sort of hint at all for question of the day? Mike looked it up okay. and he said it's not 2013. Not, not 13. It
3: was a long time ago. Long time,
2: long time okay. ago.
3: Let's go back then.
2: Uh, what was, who I else
3: was in the Jamarcus Russell year? Was that 06? Was uh, Jamarcus Russell 06? 07. Was he 07? I think it was 07. Then, was Matt Ryan that same year then? Or was Matt Ryan... Matt Ryan year?
2: was 06... I, no, Matt Ryan was not the same not year. Not the same year. No. All right. So I'm going to go with the Jamarcus Russell year, whichever one that was. I think it was 07? I don't want to say it was No, there's no way Quinn would say it was a long time ago and then it was well, only 2007. That's 16 years ago. That's a pretty long time.
1: 16 years ago is a long time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because that is the answer. It's there we 2007. go. It is 2007? Trent Edwards had seven. Matt Moore had three. Jamarcus Russell had
2: two. There we go. Jamarcus Russell here. Do it. Now, 16. You, look, you figured it was either going to be yeah. the EJ year. Or than the Jamarcus Russell year. Because
3: you had someone every year between them that was like... "Eh." You figured that that
2: was going to be the case. All right. That was a lot of fun. Hope you guys had a lot of fun as well. Enjoyed using the new touchscreen. Let us know if you guys enjoyed the visuals for it. This is a lot of fun for us to use. It was a lot easier for us to use. It's pretty interactive as well. And we're glad that you guys were able to get into the mock draft Madness 2. This, of course, is not going to be the only mock draft that we're going to do on this show. I got a thing that we'll probably be firing up one some way, shape, or form either next week the week after that because we're creeping towards draft season. Mike will probably tell you we're in draft season. Yeah. December? It's draft season That's for me. I mean, we got final evals. I'm I, cranking up the tape this weekend. Going to be – can't wait. I'm excited to see not just how the draft order shapes up but also the conviction that you and I are going to have doing these mock drafts as we get to these final evals, yeah. well, guys, because we're going to be able to, you know, at this point in time, Going off a lot of, of course, what we've seen on tape from mm-hmm. the summer, what we've seen this year, but also it's a lot of, like, hey, here's what we're hearing from the league. This is what we're hearing in the league. thinks on these guys. But we're soon going to get to a point where we can put our, our, our stamp on it as well. Do we have a chat, champ, before we get out of here? For we do. Day?
0: Patrick McCampbell. He's, uh, he's always in the chat, always hyping up the chat. And Big Pat. They're, they're going to need him. They're going to need him for trivia tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to.
2: I, I, know come back. I know you're Jones yeah, for it. I know. We got to get back in the wind column. We got to get back in the wind column tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you guys were tuning in for the first time for the mock draft, watch the Thursday show. Thursday shows are a lot of fun. It's me and Mike versus you guys in the chat for trivia. We've got a yearly record that we're keeping score of. and. We got to get back in the win column. I know. We gave one up last week. Two weeks ago. We got to get. We, we got. Oh yeah, two weeks ago because of Thanksgiving. But we're getting back in the win column tomorrow. There's nothing you guys are going to do to stop us. I'm Trevor but That is Mike Render for everybody in the production portal. Thank you guys so much for watching It's just Football. We'll see you right here, same time tomorrow. See you guys then.
0: It's not about politics. It's about football. This is a simple game. We're gonna run the ball and we're gonna pass the ball. We just gonna play football, really. How good of a football player are you?
1: Not just get in and try to spend it. That's all.
0: I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year.